Blog Talk Radio. Yo, fruits of my labor had to come from a tree. It was all sweat and tears, but the blood was from Eve. Once I figured out the difference from a want and a need, I stacked my money up to save. I only touch what I need. It's hard to run from these streets when they run in your jeans. That's why I told a young king, ain't no love in these streets. I seen family members hustle to becoming a fiend, or six feet, or taking jail visits once every week. Yeah, hustle to eat, never hustle for free. I put a pen to a pad, bitches blood in my ink. And keep a gun in my reach, I got a clutch when I sleep. Don't make me introduce you niggas to the cousin of sleep. Every time I pour my heart out, it's a flood when I speak. And if you take a sip from me, you'll be drunk from one drink. Enough water on my wrist to fill a tub in a sink. The company I keep, you'll never see a bum or a leech. I got love for the hood, but I hate it here. And can't relate to niggas that want to stay in here. Back on Federal, where we party while auntie laid upstairs. Niggas scrapping while we on the front porch braiding hair. I don't complain when they ain't making fair. Don't let them obstacles they put out for you make you scared. Ain't get no help from a label, so we take the stairs and build the empire off of work. Niggas can't compare. Fast. I come for the top. For my sisters on their grind, but they come from the block. But we come from penny pension, we determined for great. Never took a hand out, just hard work and I slayed. Told my life from a mic, every verse is a page. And I'ma be the realest from my birth to the grave. I just took my pain and I turned to a stage. And I'ma stay the realest from my birth to a grave, right? yourself mm-hmm. and the reason that knowledge yourself is the solution is because once you know yourself know who you are know where you came from know what you're capable of doing you will do all things according to who you are and you see the problem is that people we don't know who we are when we know who we are and we understand we did then we'll make those moves so we can have the economic power so you can know yourself Guess who's speaking true from the heart? I played ball at a school in Elizabeth And I exhibited filthy moves from the start I went to Duke Cause I was able to shoot insane from the off Plus I could juke Scoot in and out of lanes avoiding the charge Think the world annoyed at a star But I'm just enjoying the art Them packed stadiums never filled the void of them parks them last second shots screaming Kobe all by my lonely couldn't mow me But the evil the world eventually showed me Those ones who mentioned me owe me But I ain't one to hold a grudge They couldn't show me love so they showed me up Cause they so corrupt, so what's up? Number one draft pick got the calves lit But life ain't all about playing ball Some people don't have shit, for real You don't need to speak with discretion Cause I don't live my life for the sake of people's perceptions 
nah, you see me, you see imperfection, maybe a snide remark, sarcasm, even aggression, I can't believe this a question, don't ask me about my mood again, I'd be a billionaire if I'm paid whenever a human sins, 2020 COVID hit, fear and panic is moving in, but I refuse that vaccination needle going through my skin, they said that I was selfish and questioned what I would do to win. Crossover hesitation, skip through and spin. That's what I'm paid to do in gym. But when it comes to my body, it's my body, my decision. Can't believe in this life we live in. <laughs> and I'm not trying to win sight division. I'm just trying to help my team win and fight through a tight division. Fast forward a couple years, you seeing what I envision. My people been kept in the dark. I'm trying to rewrite the system. Who are the originals? They won't tell us the origin. I posted up a link to a doc they thought that was fraudulent. They thinking I won't score again. Spirit's good and my soul's fine. The shit that hurt the most, I was torn apart by my own kind. Shannon Sharp, Stephen A. Barkley said I was so blind. Shaq said I'm an idiot and I was canceled in no time. And since then, how many kids I fed on my own dime? Who am I? Is there anybody out there, man? I just want to know who you are. Are you out there? Please answer. Let's try and guess who's speaking more from the heart. I went to school for chemical engineering. It was there when the cancer tore me apart. Before I start, let me apologize. I can still see my mama's pain when my father cried. But he never lost his pride. That's why I try and talk to guys. Give him game. You can't be no victim to these women's pain. Because I just find that shit insane. That's something I can't entertain. Now I said sleep is a cousin of death. Well, insanity is maybe a friend of fame. I say all that to say. Before all the fame and all of the accolades. Nobody cared if this brother passed away. Let's take it back a bit. I was consulting men that was black and rich. Worked on their image. Gave them a classic fit. That's when I realized women that Chasing men who was rated 10 Can't be a win if you rated barely 5 Hated to hear the truth Was trained to hear the lies I tried to share the proof Despite all the teary eyes There's certain things that women Just rather not want to hear from guys I wasn't here to offend you I was just here to try Either you Instagram follow tweeting Or friends on LinkedIn I was just telling you women What all these men are thinking There's nothing wrong with that plumber Making a hundred grand Or the guy that's working hard At construction winter And numb his hands Damn now that's what I call a fucking man And you think that's a step down for you? Help me to understand Perhaps can it be a blatant attack on a black family? A man without woman, is that sanity? A mother of five trying to survive all this calamity Once Meek Mill and I can't tell her that that's fantasy Go on Instagram and praise killers Say free the homie When I died you said I deserved it And you ain't even know me But still my spirit is good and trust that my soul's fine The shit that hurts the most I was torn apart by my own kind Who am I?
selling out arenas and of course some merch Got my Emmy nomination, I directed my first docu-series The E got is near me, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, this is not no theory Pouring bottles of Hennessy, got me talking choppy Over sample chops from Chauncey, I'm, I'm lost for words Lost for words, words. Lost for words. Lost for words. <laughs> My mom told me clean the room, never shot with saving son. Great to have it now, but when it triple shot to death, I had a key around my neck on a string. A curfew, yes, a time to be back at my rest. And my peers I would protect. There was pee all on the steps, slip when our sneakers got wet. Scared to grab that tech, but I had to get my respect. I was, I was, I was, I was. Wow. Was lost for words. My guess is someone to replace your soul. AI is only here to replicate and control. Imitating the original, then grafting a mold of the binary code. It's your patterns they stole. This is my attachable flow, the one they can't redesign. You can redo the voice, but you can never read my mind. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm. Was lost for words. Time got me lost for words, that says a lot for a wordsmith From the free cheese line to Prezi Watch, it's my first shit My old earth left, and she was here since my first steps Therefore my first words, I asked her where was my work death To put rulers to paper, draw measurements, use them later Punch numbers and calculators, I'm happy to say I made it I'm lost for words, I'm speechless I'm lost for words at the state of my nation's consciousness Either you woke or nationalist is the politics I'm lost for words for black babies with low confidence You could do it too if I win, says the optimist You ever see a word that's book that does not exist Say no more, I move letters like Don Cornelius Rest in peace Lost for words, I'm speechless Hotep, Grand Rising, and Better Love. You are listening to the Truth to Power show. I'm Beverly, and this is Friday with Thomas Tugmo Smith, and he's looking at current events. Thomas, how are you doing on this Friday night? I'm doing good, Beth. How are you this evening? Good, good, good. That's good. You can hear me clearly. Yes, I can mm-hmm. hear you good. Great, so great. Uh, I haven't been able to look at what's going on, so kind of fill us in and uh, what is going on in the world today. Um, well, uh, I was going to get into that. I was going to go through some of the articles. Well, you got anything going okay, on? Okay, go ahead. Now, well, this is just... This is really sad because I'm right here in Detroit and I can I can tell you some of the things going on other places in Washington and all of that but I have not a clue of what is going on here in Detroit. That is really sad. Yeah, I got to stop paying attention. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you with all with the we following this song um, this war stuff and stuff. I haven't really paid attention to what's going on in New York. Uh, but mm-hmm. one of the things that I, I caught my attention in the, um, the paper I saw, um, 
It says um, prostitution is mm-hmm. booming in New York City. <laughs> I can imagine. So, I can imagine. Yeah, it says Eric Adams blames the border crisis. And, um, you know, so I said, wow, because I've, I've heard about this this area in Queens mm-hmm. where it's open market. Like, <laughs> So I said, what? And he's like, yo, man, it's every flavor, man. They, they just got here. I'm like, y'all crazy, man. So, um, you know, uh, but um, in the article it says it's like the 1970s all over again. New York is filled with crime, dirty streets, and now prostitution mm-hmm. as well. The sharp rise of illegal immigrants has brought a boom in the industry of selling sex, and that's missing now in peep shows and resurgence of the new use of crack. So the the immigrants are smoking crack too. They don't brought mm-hmm. crack back. Um, Eric Adams has blamed the rise of prostitution in Queens neighborhoods as on an influx of female Venezuelan migrants who are struggling to find work in other industries in the Big Apple. So, um, and, and that's pretty much in line with what, I, what I've heard. Um, I mean, Hosner said the surge of illegal activity taking place on the street corners in Corona. Corona is a, a pretty decent section of Queens, right? It is one example mm-hmm. of how the nation's ongoing migrant crisis is a cripple in the city. So, um, but what I've heard, Bev, is when you get mm-hmm. off in that area around Jackson Heights on the train, and you um, you walk down the strip there, they got big bill, little billboards like that. that's on the sidewalk with their pictures, <laughs> new shots what? and everything. Yeah, and you just go like, yo, oh, man, she's fine. Let me go to this one. And you go in the store, and you wait in line, or maybe she's available right away. And you know what I'm saying? And that's how it's working, man. They working straight out the storefronts. Straight out the wow. storefronts. Wow. Sometimes standing in front so, of the door. Mm-hmm. So, so, they, so they're bringing what they were doing back at home. They're bringing it over here. They brought it with them. <laughs> from Queens. Okay. 
I'm, I'm, I've, oh, okay. you know, always lived here in Harlem. Harlem's in Manhattan, you know. But um, so Roosevelt yeah, yeah. is that in is that in hot? Where is that at? Roosevelt. That's downtown Manhattan. You know? that's oh, downtown that's Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah, downtown okay. where all okay. the big hotels and stuff are. Yeah. So um, well, yeah. Once you get to once you get to 110th Street, uh, it's a whole nother Manhattan. <laughs> What you hit a hundred? Yeah, it's it's a guy that he he's down there and he's uh, filming all the immigrants and he says that the Roosevelt Hotel used to be luxury. That's where all the movie stars and the rich folks used to come there. Now it's hot. that's where all the migrants got to go there first. And I see them; they be all outside and. All they motor scooters out there and and things like that. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find the exact address of it. Um, and then there's some more hotels that's around that that the roads. Yeah, that's out. on that's and on. Um, oh, it's a whole bunch of them down by where I work too. Down by the um, I live, I work by the World Trade Center. So it's a bunch of hotels okay. around the World Trade Center, and you see all of them outside with their bicycles. They, they all yeah. have electric bikes. Yeah, motor scooters. Yeah, they're all yeah. over the place. Yep, yep. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, the, the Roosevelt's on 45th Street. So that's Manhattan. Yeah, that's okay. Midtown Manhattan. Yeah, everything okay. around here, of course. <laughs> everything around here is, is a couple, you know, if you stay in a hotel, that's like, could be up to a thousand dollars a night. You know what I'm saying? That's you in the prime time area. You know, Times Square area. So yeah, that okay. I saw them out there. I couldn't remember the street. Though. I thought it was 51st mm-hmm. or 45th mm-hmm. Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said that that's the headquarters. They got to come to the Roosevelt first, and then they put them in all the other hotels. So can you imagine how much money the Roosevelt and them other hotels are getting? Uh, just to house them, because they said that they full to capacity. Oh yeah, they making a killing. Dad. Just think wow, about it. Right? They making millions, they millions. They didn't. They didn't make no money during COVID, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They was pretty much on their last, you know, dime, and now they just got guaranteed 24 hour rooms at top notch prices. Getting paid yeah. by the government, so that you know that check is coming, and yeah. probably have a deal with when this is all over, you get to revenerate the whole thing on the government's dime and um, sell it as a luxury hotel again. That's all they're gonna do. They're gonna tear wow. the whole thing out, and that's yeah. in New York. It's more money in demolition and reconstruction than it is in new construction. Mm-hmm. You'll rather, they'll rather oh. take something that's already there and uh, gut it out, reinforce it again, and then rebuild what's already there than it is, you know, to be uh, to build something up from scratch again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it's more money mm-hmm. in doing that. Yep, yep. And a lot of wow. places, they... the Roosevelt Hotel is probably a mm-hmm. landmark, so they can't never knock it down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, and then like you say, he he walked around to the other hotels. There's other, there's some more around that, and they all is full. And you can see all brand new shiny motor scooters out there, and 
Mm-hmm. Wow, they they just on our dime. On our dime, <laughs> but you know they deliver yeah. your food real fast, uh, so you don't got to worry about oh, your oh, food they, coming. <laughs> also, at the uh, <laughs> when you, before the immigrants got here, y'all had to wait on y'all food at work or anywhere. Oh, not it, it was a wait, you know. It was a week, mm-hmm. but you know, okay. now we got like built-in Uber, Uber Eats, and Postmates. They, they, at all of them. That's the only job they could get and get paid weekly off the books. You know what I'm saying? That's that's good. Oh, okay. So okay. they, um, yeah, because you don't gotta have no W two form or nothing to work for them. Mm-hmm. So you, you good. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is have a cell phone. So they got the, they work what? through their cell phone that they get from the government uh-huh. and you know, mm-hmm. which is on our dime again. And they deliver the all the all the jobs they say that we don't want to have. That's what they Right, to right. Okay. Uh-huh. Well he interviewed one of the immigrants. They don't most of them don't want to talk, but one of them that's what he said. He said he asked them how did he get his bike. But I don't believe all them shiny bikes out there, all of them not I don't believe all of them working. But the guy said the same thing. He said that he worked, he delivered, and he said he saved his money with the money that, that you know, I guess the government gave him, and he said he bought the scooter on himself. No, nah, they've been giving them those scooters, man. He's, yeah, you know, they give them that's what I said. I noticed this, Bev, when I, when I hear about the, the immigrant crisis, right, and I talk to mm-hmm. – average person on the street black people mm-hmm. seem to always we all had the same sentiment like these people came over here like they bugging when you talk to these white people now remind you mm-hmm. new york is the liberal capital of the world these these is real liberal whites you know what i'm saying this is ain't voting no. republicans ever okay they're okay. all those poor people i sent so much mm-hmm. money to help them you see they're mm-hmm. sending money to them my church is taking donations they, these white people are helping them. They they mm-hmm. they feel sorry for them. My family were immigrants when they came here. My great grandparents and mm-hmm. this what what they're doing to them and so they they're taking their side. So they they mm-hmm. trust me, nobody got more money than white liberals. Okay, they got money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but um, yeah. So it's not it's hard to talk bad about it to white people. Because some of them, mm. they're not going to talk bad about it because the first thing they're going to do is call that white person a racist. So everybody just mm-hmm. acts like they go along with it because these liberals will punish you if you don't go along with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's sort of like what you see okay. in this stupid war, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Now, they got, this drug okay. in, they got this drug in the Middle East that they're blaming on these attacks. It's called Fentaline, F-E-N, Phenethylene, let's call it that, F-E-N-E-T-H-Y-L-L-I-N-E. And um, it's a phenethylene trafficking and use in the Middle East considered illegal drug status in the United States. It's a, it has psychological effects. And its prevalence mm. of a, its abuse, production and trafficking in the merging trains, right? 
So this song, it has a trademark of the name is Captagon. That's what they call it on the streets, Captagon. And it's just trafficked all throughout the Arabias, all throughout the Middle Eastern countries. And, um, you know, what it does is it, um, it's a central nervous system stimulant with the effect similar to an amphetamine. A small dose uh, that causes an elevated heart rate. Yeah, you see, so it's sort of like um, what, what the white people call meth. Mm. <laughs> I didn't mm. even know they had this stuff out there. So they're saying that this is um, this is why they went on these these raping fringes, you know, because meth makes these people really horny. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So um, I thought that was interesting. But have you haven't seen anything that's been going on with the war? I don't even you know, well, look that way. Florida. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Okay, it's been a lot happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. If you notice, today, um, Biden's been getting a lot of flack. He's getting a little bit of the Trump mm-hmm. treatment in the media because he called for a pause of the bombing, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't call for a pause of the bombing because uh, he wanted to. You know, they want to destroy these people. They're animals, mm-hmm. right? He calls for a pause of the bombing because um, he's under pressure. If you notice, um, Blinken, who's the Secretary of State, he was called into um, Saudi Arabia to meet with their um, minister, the same person he is in their country to him, the equivalent. <clears throat> so okay. Blinken, um, uh, these Muslim countries are very um, pissed, really pissed at um, at uh, Israel because first thing is in the Middle East, you got two types of, two major groups of, of Muslims. You have the Sunnis and you have the Shiites. The Palestinians are Shiites. Um, most of the Muslims in, 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 in Arabia are Sunnis and they don't get along with each other normally. But the other group of Shiites is like Lebanon, uh, all the way across Iran. Iran is Shiite. You understand? Saddam Hussein was Sunni. So is um, Saudi Arabia. Sunni. Um, you know, Syria is Sunni. Like the, most of them are Sunnis. But the, the um, Palestinians are one of the Shiite ones, right? So um, <clears throat> you're seeing countries that normally wouldn't defend a Shiite country start coming to the table. And Saudi Arabia told Blinken, if you guys don't stop Israel, we will. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's big, right? Because Saudi Arabia it would be a foe that would be equal to Israel. Someone that they, they probably can't be. You know, Saudi Arabia has Everything the United States best stuff, okay? It's the richest people, you know what I'm saying? They got the mm-hmm. best airplanes the United States makes. They got the best paint. Mm-hmm. The best, they probably right. got some special gold plating on the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like this, you know this it. Arabia, <laughs> right? right? So every time the United States needs some money, you know, they say, okay, listen, man, let's go to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, like, no problem. We'll buy 60 $60 billion worth of jets, no problem. Write the check. You know what I'm saying? They, 
you know, that's all, all you money. They they ain't got, what else they going to have camel races? Like, what else they going to do with the money? Right? So they, they got nothing but United States equipment. And guess what Israel has? United States equipment. So it'll be equal. Mm-hmm. They don't want this. Right. You don't want F, F-117s fighting F-117s. And, you know what I'm saying? You don't want Abrams tanks shooting at Abrams tanks, you know, in the middle of the, in the Middle East, right? You need to, they needed to step in. So they asked them, said it's not a ceasefire, but a pause is a ceasefire, mm-hmm. you know? So they're pretty mm-hmm. much telling them the bombing has to stop. So um, Israel said, no problem. And they unleashed this new weapon they have called the sponge bomb. Have you seen that, Bev? No, I never heard of it. Sponge bomb. Oh. Okay, the sponge bomb. <laughs> so, you know, Palestine has tunnels. This is where they're, they go and hide in these tunnels. And um, Israel can't go down in these tunnels. These well, very well-fortified tunnels. And only the um, only the people that live there know how to navigate the tunnels. And they got all kinds of booby traps and secret places where they hide and can ambush you. So uh, anytime Israel has had to go in these tunnels, they lost a lot of soldiers, right? They couldn't even find the Palestinians they went in there to get. They go through one set of tunnels, mm-hmm. come out on the streets over here, then go down through another set of tunnels. <clears throat> sort of like the Mexicans coming across the border. You ever see how they about build the tunnels and stuff? So um, I heard about them, yeah. So they created this thing called the sponge bomb. And it's really a, a piece of plastic with two different chemicals in it, liquid chemicals. And it's a piece of metal between the two chemicals. And once they set that bomb off, that piece of metal removes itself, and those two chemicals come together, and it creates a foam. And this foam comes out like a river. It's like like a... It comes out super fast, like a, and it, it's a lot. Like it's, when I say a lot, like it's one bomb could fill a swimming pool. Like this is, mm. it, whatever these two chemicals, when they mix, they create a whole lot of foam that comes out like water. And it just goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Within a few seconds, if that foam turns into stone. Mm. Right? Into stone? So, mm. Into a stone, yeah, you can't get out of it. So what they do is they shoot it down through one hole, shoot it down through the other one, and lock them in. Now they can't never get out. You know what I'm saying? So they mm-hmm. got this. It's called the sponge bomb. If you look it up on YouTube, go to YouTube Shorts, Israel Sponge Bomb, and you see them testing mm-hmm. it out. And, and <clears throat> how one little, a little bomb, I'm talking about a bomb, when I say little, bad. A bomb the size of a big suitcase filled up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That just that right there, everything turns into foam. It covers everything, and then it just turns into like a stone, and you can't do nothing. You can't move. You can't breathe. Everything stops. You know what I'm saying? Sucks all the oxygen out of the room. You know what I'm saying? It's called the sponge bomb, and they they buried them alive. Thank you. So um, 
Yeah, that was on. I saw that today. I said, wow, these people are ruthless, man. They don't have no, you know, who, who would have thought of this? Like I told y'all, well, when Dr. X was one, that this is going to be a show on Israel's military capabilities. This is nothing more than a, a big advertising campaign. How many people want to mm-hmm. buy this from them now? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If the United States had this during Vietnam, when they fought the because remember Vietnam, they was going underground. And, and right. Them, you know, yeah, they, they could have just put, like, concreted them in. They couldn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, the more oxygen it gets, the, the more the foam expands. So it takes all the oxygen out of that small space, you know, trying to make itself get bigger and bigger, and then it just turns into stone. And, and you can't breathe. It sucks the, or everything out. So um, very interesting, I thought. Um, but let me get into some of these articles because the United States is facing a lot of um, opposition to support this war, you understand, because 70% of the people that's being killed are women and children. They're not even killing men. They're not even killing the soldiers. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, they soldiers is underground. You know what I'm saying? You're just bombing buildings that's filled with regular people, old people. You know, it's just wrong, you know? And, um, you know, hold on, let me take a, a sip here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, here in Detroit, we got the largest air population out. Uh, and I heard some people say, that, you know, that's what uh, Biden was trying to walk lightly to get the votes from the uh, Arabs here. Yeah, he, I hear he's losing support with the Arab Americans like crazy. Mm-hmm. They're down to single yeah. support for the, the Democrats this time. But the Republicans ain't no better. Okay, the, the, mm-hmm. they, they more, you know, they just as bad when it comes down to this. Um, opposition mounts in Arab countries that normalize relations with Israel. Rabat, Morocco, or Rabat, Morocco. Arab nations have normalized or are considering improving relations with Israel are coming under growing um, public pressure to cut those ties because of the Israel war with Hamas. Tens of thousands of people taken to the streets in Rabat and other Moroccan cities in support of Palestine. In Bahrain, a country that almost never allows protests, police stood by as hundreds of people marched last month, waving flags and gathering in front of the Israel embassy in Manama. Egypt, which has had ties with Israel for decades, Protesters rallied in cities at universities at times chanting death to Israel and parliament committee in Tunisia last week advanced a draft that would criminalize normalization with Israel. In Morocco and Bahrain, the public anger has in addition has an additional dimension. Activists are demanding reversal of agreements to formal ties with Israel. Underscoring discord between the government is in public opinion. 
the U.S. brokered the Abraham Accords aimed in winning broader recognition of Israel in the Arab world, paved the way for trade deals and military cooperation in Bahrain, Morocco, Sudan, and the United Arab Emirates. Starting in 2020, the automatic, the autocratic rulers, as well as the Americans, uh, brokered these deals with these countries in support to get Israel on board with um, these countries that surround Israel that are Arab to have these normal relations with Israel. Now, uh, if you look at the countries I just named in this article, you have Morocco, you have Bavon. Bavon is a real small country. It's over by, uh, closer to Iran, over in that area. And um, Bavon is essential to Europe getting natural gas, okay? Essential. Probably have some of the most natural gas in the world. Um, another country over there named Qatar, very small country, top of the world natural gas. You can't run the world without them, okay? And these sheiks, and, and um, if you look at these countries, they look sort of like Dubai. If you see how Dubai has all the buildings and stuff, that's sort of how these countries look. They're, they're very well developed. They're all about tourism because the oil industry is dead. But the natural gas industry, where these little small countries, Kuwait is another one, they're going to make killings. So these, these are very important countries. Um, Morocco is very important because they have very powerful Jews that live in Morocco. I'm going to get into that. I got an article about them. Tens of, um, um, you also have um, Egypt, which is on the border of Israel. And, um, you know, Israel is formidable militarily to Israel. They could probably beat them. So um, you have a lot of countries in here. You have the, also the United Arab Emirates. That's Dubai. So all these countries are now, their citizens are saying, if the deals that you have in place with Israel that broken by the United States for peace in the region. We want them gone. They're, they're killing innocent people. These are Sunni countries. This should, this never happens, bro. This is, this is big. Okay. This article here, how do Moroccan Jews feel about Israel's war on Gaza? Okay. And I'll, I'm just going to read a small part of that. You guys go get this one. Uh, um, I never write down where I get the article from. I just copy the article. Uh, how do, mm-hmm. The title is, How Do Moroccan Jews Feel About Israel's New War on Gaza? In the wake of Israel's new war on Gaza, many within the Moroccan Jewish community feel ashamed and traumatized by what they describe as atrocious violence committed by Israel in the name of their faith. Okay, and in the article, they go through the history of, um, you know, I mean, I'll just read this part here. Between 1940 and 1960, more than 300,000 Moroccan Jews left for Israel. Today, about 1 million Jews of Moroccan origin live in Israel. Okay, so these Jews here have a lot of power still. A bunch of them in Morocco, and the ones in Morocco are filthy rich, okay? And they have a lot of power. Uh, this would be the Sephardic Jews. These would be the Sephardim. Okay, Morocco is are those the are those the anti Semitism Jews? The one that we talked no, about. These, these Jews don't look white. 
These ain't white. Okay, but these oh, are okay. actually Semitic. If you say anti-Semitic, yeah, these are real Semitic people. These are Semites. You know what I'm saying? They they mixed. Or and they speak okay. the Semitic language, but they're not like the Jews, like Netanyahu and them. Those are um, Europeans that pose that. You know what I'm saying? They're, those are white people. Right. That, you know, okay. Yeah. These the ones that kind of got the nappy hair a little bit. Yeah, these the ones I'm yeah, these are the curly hair ones. And uh, some of yeah, them the some of them look um they get they get pretty brown, they got big noses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are the Sephardi, oh, okay. the Sephardi Jews. These would be more of the sort of the original these are the ones who lived amongst the Moors. Uh and okay. Moors talk oh, yeah, when they talk about the Jews, these are the people they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And okay. um yeah. Then the ones that uh, then the ones that Rob Hayes be saying that they came over here, they looked like us, but they wasn't us. Yeah, a lot of them would look black. Yes, yes, they would be like mm-hmm. um, brown skin, you know, because they would be mm-hmm. mixed. You know, they they weren't right. all the way like a, a a dark dark black. Like they were, they had a little white in them. You know what I'm saying? A little mm-hmm. a little tinge of complexion, a little curl to the hair. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, um, I've seen them. I've seen them. Um, but over time, what they've done is they've, they've amalgamated. They've mixed out. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, you don't you don't marry nobody darker than you. You know what I'm saying? And generation after generation, some of them is real difficult to tell. They not, they've, you know what I'm saying? They're from the Akhenazi because they've so mixed out. You know what I'm saying? You have to find their origin in Spain, you know. But um, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But they have a lot of power, and they're against what's going on, even though they're also Zionists, right? Because three hundred thousand of them moved to Israel, so they they were with the whole Zion. Three hundred thousand people. Now it's a million of them living in Israel. They have a lot of political power there, so um, you you starting to see who will be who's going to be against um starting. You know they're gonna have to stir up uh, a coalition of people to stop this Netanyahu guy because it's starting to heat up. Now look this article up: Is North Korea gearing up to provide support to Hamas? See how things can change drastically when you put my man involved. This is my man right here. He gonna play. He ain't playing. Okay, he'll he'll, he'll set it off. You know what I'm saying? He'll hit he'll hit San Francisco. You know, he got nuclear stuff that it only can hit Chicago and Seattle. I mean, it only can hit California and Seattle and stuff like that. But he, United States, know not to mess with this dude. What did Trump used to call him? What did he used to call him? Rocket Boy. Was it Rocket Boy? Rocket Rocket Man. Man. Rocket Man. <laughs> yeah, because Trump knew, yo, Rocket Man ain't playing. Let me go make friends yeah, with Rocket uh-huh. Man. Cause, yeah. yeah, him and Trump had a good relationship because Trump understood mm-hmm. that this, you know, when you see the dude at Bav in class that you see is a little off, you kind of become yep. that dude's friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to yep. his bad stuff, you know? Yeah. But in the article here, it says North Korea is reportedly planning to provide support to Hamas in the ongoing conflict between Hamas and Israel. 
South Korea National Intelligence Agency Director Kim Koi Hwan informed the country's landmark law excuse me, informed the country's lawmakers about the development as reported in the Wall Street Journal. Okay. The spy agency also claimed that North Korea had previously sold anti-tank rocket launches to Hamas. How the hell they got them in there, I have no idea. But uh, those little North Koreans are pretty clever. And I, I, I like the North Koreans. Um, now, this is uh, another big one. Now, see how it's mounting up. You got all these little Arab countries that typically turn the other way, you know, or while their brothers get get pummeled, and they use their little religion difference, uh, if it was, uh, if Muhammad went to the left or to the right, some 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 something that's so small to, to, to justify them doing nothing, now they're getting protests in the streets, and now you're seeing North Korea trying to capitalize on all this, because North Korea is seeing this as an opportunity to sell some weapons. Right? Because how do they make money? The United States got them on every sanction there is. So they can't wait for an opportunity to shove it. They're like the little guy that, that's always trying to start a fight with you. You know what I'm saying? He, everything he say is trying, man, here he goes again, trying to get serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, just let it go, bro. Nah, you know, it's, it's, that's North Korea. They, so they, 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 um, they in the mix. So this article, Iran's foreign minister threatens Israel Turkey, in Turkey after Doha meeting. This is the big, most important one here because um, Iran's foreign minister threatens Israel in Turkey after Doha meeting. So what are we talking about here? Iran threatens Israel in Turkey. So Turkey is cool with this, right? Turkey is saying we in line with Iran because Turkey would normally say, no, y'all can't do that, but Turkey's like, nah, after the Doha meeting, who's Doha? If you notice, uh, all the transactions all around the world go through one country in the Middle East and it's called Qatar. Qatar is the richest country in the world. It's a little country. I mean, I say little I can't, it's probably about the size of Detroit, man. It's little. But like I said, they got the natural gas. They got nothing but oil mm-hmm. under them. And when you look it up, look up Doha, everyone, D-O-H-A. Just look how the city looks. You know what I'm saying? You can tell how rich they are. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and they broke up all the hostage deals. So the hostage deal that just went between Iran in the United States, was broken through Qatar. You see, Pat, the, 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 remember the little girl, but the, the tall girl was playing basketball and she went to Russia and she got caught with the weed and they had her right. locked up. Yeah. That was broken through Qatar. Remember, she had to meet with the Arab dudes with the sheikh hats before she got on the plane right. and she thinks them right. that these dudes, bad, these dudes got out. Over every wow. if they cut off that natural gas, it's a wrap for a lot of countries. It's, it's in particular Europe. It's a wrap. Over. No heat. You understand? They got a lot of power. <laughs> Little country. Okay. So um Iranian foreign minister 
Hussein, I'm not even going to do it. In Doha, Qatar, on October 14, 2023, and they got a picture of him, Qatar agency handout, blah, 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 blah. uh, If the fighting in Gaza continues, the resistance will conduct another surprise act. Iranian foreign minister, Hussein Amir Blink, whatever his last name is, I don't want to butcher it, said Wednesday he made the threat um, to Israel during his visit to Turkey was followed the meeting he had with Hamas leaders in Qatar. If he is to be taken seriously, it could indicate Iran is pulling together a proxy groups, Hezbollah, the Hutas in Yemen, and Palestine Islamic Jihad and militias in Iraq and Syria to escalate the threats against Israel. Okay, so they try to make Iran the bad guy here, but Iran ain't the bad guy. The bad guy in all this is Israel and the United States who needs to stay the hell up out of these people's business. Iran is has a lot of oil. And um they're not OPEC. And the United States can't control them. So what the United States does is they sanction them. And, and if they can't control them, they're just gonna sanction you. So Iran stays afloat selling oil to China. China is buys the um the they allow China to use the yuan to buy the oil, right? Now all oil is supposed to be using the dollar, right? But they're going against the protocols. So China, after seeing um Iran's threats and the United States keeps threatening Iran. China sends more ships and planes toward Taiwan. Okay, so they're like, okay, we play with our people, we play with your people. This is all playing out because of the United States posture taking Israel's, um, turning the other way while Israel's just bombing these women and children. Okay, a Taiwan national flag flooded near the Taipei 101 building at the National Dr. Sun Yat-sen Memorial Hall in Taipei, Taiwan. Okay, Taiwan said Wednesday that China sent 43 military or aircraft, seven ships near the half the half ruled Allen. The latest sign that Beijing plans to not let up their campaign of harassment, direction, intimidation. Okay, what this article didn't tell you, they they sent bombers over them, fully loaded bombers. 47, and brought the big ships out, brought them up to the coast, let them know, with the, with the U.S. aircraft carrier there, let them know how easy they could get there, how easy they could touch them. And um, that's an escalation. China also escalating things in the Philippines. They're ramming the Philippine ships. All of this is because of what the United States is taking Israel's side and allowing these atrocities to go on because both China and Russia, every time the vote has come up for a ceasefire in the UN, they voted yes. United States is the one voting no. Germany, France, mm-hmm. and Britain, they vote no 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 comment vote. Like they they they, they reject the vote. So they don't have to put nothing on books. United States is the one with the veto, you know. China, once again, we did this last week. Chinese Navy presence in the Middle East involves six highly capable vessels stationed in theater, in, uh, theater 
military experts say. Oh, these are real high events. A lot of people sleep on China's capabilities. And you know China doesn't have the best equipment in the world. But they have a lot of it. Okay, they got a lot of a lot of all right stuff sometimes could be the little bit of the best stuff, you know. And the, the vessels that China has sent over there, anti-aircraft carrier ship. Okay, not an anti, this is an anti-aircraft carrier vessel. All right, this will take an aircraft carrier and right out the water. Okay, they have an anti-aircraft vessel and they have another vessel that's replenishing them because China, unlike the United States, they don't have nuclear-powered ships yet. So they still got to have oil and stuff go with them. So you got to bring a ship with them to fill them up and also carry some of the weapons and stuff they got. So they're very capable of taking out those aircraft carriers. And they got, this is to if the United States is to go into Iran. Okay, Iran and China have a treaty or a peace deal where they'll help each other militarily if one of them was to get into war. And um, the United States and the news keep, oh, bomb Iran, this is all Iran. They don't talk about that. Putin warns war could spread beyond the Middle East. Now, this is Vladimir Putin this week. The war could spread beyond the Middle East. On the same day that Hamas delegation made a rare visit to Moscow, the crisis in Gaza, Vladimir Putin warned in a speech the conflict has potential to spread well beyond the Middle East. Well, let me tell you what Putin did today, Bev. Putin sent, is sending the S-400. Now, what the S-400 is, it's an anti-aircraft uh, and missile, um, missile launcher. It's like a truck is. The whole back of the truck lifts up, and it has none in it but missiles. And um, you stand on the other side of it, and all you do is just let it go. It's just going to have the radar spin around on top of it. Anything in the air flying, it takes off. It's pinpoint accurate. S-400s, okay? When they put these in Syria, the United States stopped flying planes instantly. You, you can't fly nothing over this. It's the best in the world. We call it, the United States version of it is Patriot missiles. They call it Patriot missiles. They're not as good as these. These are the best. Okay, so the United States starts bombing things in Syria again. If you look at it um, earlier this week, the United States hits key targets in Syria. And nah, see, they, right away, Putin said, we're sending the S-400s back to Syria, and we're putting them in Lebanon. So Israel's bombing Lebanon, say, talking about, oh, we're bombing targets of Hezbollah, but they know that those S-400s is coming, and once they come, you can't send nothing over that. Nothing, nothing, nothing is going to hit Lebanon. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's the best of the best. So um, you got Russia starting to get involved now. And, and uh, remember, Russia has their largest bases outside of Russia in Syria. They cannot let that Syria go. They have to fight for Syria. That's why when um, the whole campaign for all those years, when they were, I think uh, Obama was president, where they were 
bombing Syria every day, and they was cutting deals with the Kurds. And I remember McCain being involved in all this, and, and Lindsey Graham, and the same usual players cutting deals with this tribe and that tribe and that tribe, and they 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 bombed them to death. And Russia sent over those um, the troops, their airplanes, and their and their anti-aircraft guns, those S four hundreds. Changed everything around. United States had to park it. Nothing you can do. Um, so United States is, this one is a, another article from Superhero to Villain. United, the USA is wearing a very black, ugly, un-American hat. America, America brands over Washington funding support for Israel and um, Israel in the occupation and the ongoing ethnic cleansing operation against the Palestinians. It started after videos broadcast of free McDonald meals being given to Israel's army. So, you know, they got the, the big corporate heads over there giving the, the army free McDonald's before they go in the fight and one of the commercial on television over there. Like, you know what I'm saying? McDonald's ain't selling nowhere in the world now. People have boycotted United States corporations everywhere. This is a massive problem. Okay. Including this article is coming from Mexico, so they're boycotting American businesses in Mexico. Uh, anything that has that's a U.S. corporation, they're not buying it. Okay, um, it says in this article though, the U.S. has funded Israel with over 280 billion dollars since 1948. 280 billion dollars, bro. You know how much it would have cost for them to fix the water in Flint? <laughs> they wouldn't have been that $1 much. Billion. $1 billion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, next article, Biden facing tough questions over Israel strikes on civilians. Yeah, see, this is, this is why he had to tell them to pause the airstrike. Pause it. Okay, pause it. You can't. You make it, you're making me look bad. And the media, how dare he tell them to pause the airstrikes? He's, you know, he, these people were just attacked, and you know they they out for war. You know, the media is the Jews, so they want they want it all, you know. Um, but um, President Biden and his top national security officials are increasingly confronting questions about the Israel commitment to minimalizing civilian deaths, how the scenes from Gaza could affect the mystic, the domestic political standing. Okay, and this was um Evan, this article was talking about how he lost the Palestinian support, which we already talked about earlier, but um of the the Arab support rather in America, mm-hmm. um, which we already talked about, but you you kind of see where it's going. And um the last article I have on this war is House Republicans Unreal a $14.3 billion bill for Israel. And I just wanted to read the title on that because it ain't just the Democrats, all right? When it comes down to warmongering, this cracker is unfazable, okay? As soon as there's some blood being drawn, they want in. And um, make no mistakes, the Jews are crackers too. You know what I'm saying? This is their same people, you know, just different religions. Um, but um, what did you did you hear anything about the war, Bev? 
No, because I really haven't been uh, play, paying attention to it. Yeah. Um, so, no, it is what it is. I know they got mad at at one of the squads. The one of the squads is from here. You know, the Democratic, the four ladies. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. And so she, where she made the sign, and she is saying, uh, Palestinian. Lives matter. You know how we had the Black Lives Matter, where she was making signs with that, and she got a lot of flack from that. So people kind of, you know. But I, you know, I haven't been paying. Who gave her flack? No, probably so. I just saw the article, and she had the signs, and I know the Black Men's has been on her here too, so they've been kind of pushing back on her. But you know, she went she's not for black folks, she for her people. So you know, it, uh, it ain't no secret. So what do they expect? I do have some hands raised if you want me to uh I think yeah, this is your friend that we had on last week. Oh yeah, let's go right to Brad, man. Brad okay. got, I'm sure I like to add on this before I go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um what you say his name is? Seven zero eight eight three seven. Brad. That's my Brags. Brags. Brags, is this you? Your, your phone kind of cracking up. My mic is over here. Can you hear me now? Yeah, That's what's up, Brad? All right, what's up now? Yeah, I was just sitting here, and I, I was looking at an uh, article. They're saying the greatest threat, the greatest threat to the world today may surprise you, and uh, if they're talking about this, this dude is from Trans Journal, and this this comes from King World, and they're saying the greatest threat that the world is facing today may surprise you, King World News, Trans Journal today market history is being made, but you would hardly know it when it comes to stock market. The the world right now is experiencing a raging bear market and bonds. In fact. This is the longest, most vicious bear market in bonds ever in history. Meanwhile, the stock market has held up quite well. How is that? Right off the stock market is completely detached from any kind of reality. Things which should be important, like the company's P.E. ratios, forward guidance, cash for left no longer matter. The market has gotten so used to easy money and easy credit that overall the stock market is somewhere off way in the la-la land. The recent sell-off in the market, in the debt market, has pushed risk in this market to extreme levels. And even with that, the stock market has held up reasonably well. Recent geopolitical events, more specifically, rapidly expanding war and its associated fundings, support, etc., to the tune of hundreds of billions of dollars, soon to be much more, has certainly given a major boost to U.S. GDP. It has also set the stage for much higher inflation. Expanding war has also for now, stabilize the sell-off in the bond market. It is certainly no secret that war, along with the expansion and propagation of war, is the stock market positive. War fund, I'm sorry, war fuels the military-industrial complex, which often described as a relationship between a country's military and the defense industry that supplies it. Where does all this cash come from? No other endeavor on earth generates a greater need for borrowed dollars than war. No developed nation on the planet has a war chest. So, again, where does the cash come from? From its fights, wars, 
I said that wrong. Where does the cash come from to fight wars? It's central banks. It is these same central banks like the Federal Reserve who are more than willing to lend any amount to fund both sides to propagate war. The more cash any central bank can issue or it is called on to issue, the stronger they become. War accelerates the process by which a central bank can get, gain power. War is the goal of central banks. War also gives political leaders a scapegoat. It's the war which is responsible for the failing economy. It's the war which is responsible for inflation. It's the war. The new cause of why the current global situation is where it is now, which includes expanding war, comes down to a single thing, liquidity. Rapidly, liquidity is rapidly drying up. Although the world today is awash in debt, which continues to skyrocket higher every second of every day, it's not enough. The current debt-based system, which is run by central banks, who also run the world economy, world markets, and the financial system, demands ever-increasing debt in multiples. The current central bank debt-based system operates in a perpetual, ever-increasing debt black hole, which can never, ever be made whole, nor is it ever meant to be made whole. War allows central banks to keep the system liquid, but it will not stop its inevitable end. In fact, war will only serve to excavate the, currently, the current liquidity problem, and then they can blame the war for the collapse of the entire monetary system. And of course, they will have a solution, one which will serve their interests again, not ours. Also just released, demand for gold is enormous as the financial chaos picked up steam. Demand for gold is enormous as financial chaos picks up steam. Japan's currency is in serious trouble. October 31st, King World News, Peter Blockbar. Well, the tweak, has, the, the tweak that was leaked is what we got from the BOJ, but certainly nothing more as NIRP lives on and just won't die. They continue to redefine the word patient when it comes to dealing with inflation. In their statement, they said, given extremely high uncertainties over the economy and markets, it's appropriate to increase flexibility in the conduct, conduct of yield curves. Governor Udia, in his press conference, said uncertainty, uncertainty, uncertainty is extremely high within both overseas and domestic economies and financial markets. We decided that it's appropriate to increase flexibility so the long-term yields can be smoothly shaped according to different future scenarios. In other words, the 10-year JGB yield gets to be 1%, which is quickly approaching, maybe or maybe not. Will, will they buy JBDs and now will tolerate a yield above 1% without being more specific? Also, while they raised their inflation forecast, there was no guidance on when NIRP will eliminate, which is all of 10 BPS. I don't know what these abbreviations are. They're they talking about the yen now, and the yen is selling off, selling off back above 150 and itself further clouds the situation. As we know, the government doesn't want further weakness in the, in the yen because it's further stroke inflation, particularly with the big need to import energy products. Bottom line, the BOJ still remains afraid of its own shadow and the enormous financing needs of the Japanese government is likely to a key reason and who needs low financing costs. European and U.S. bonds, though, are rallying because of Eurozone October CPI came in below expectations at the headline level, up 2.9%, two-tenths less than forecast, and down 4.3% in September because of the 11% drop in energy prices. The core rate was, as expected, up 42 
4.5 last month as service inflation was higher by 4.6% yield. And non-energy industrial good prices grew by 3.5%, maybe because the core rate was expected a five-year euro inflation swap. is unchanged. The GDP in the eurozone was in line with when we include the Q2 quantitative two vision. Growth was not existing as if up just 1%. In response to both the inflation and growth data, yields in the region are down about 4 BTS across the board. The euro, though, is higher versus the dollar, versus the U.S. dollar. We in trouble. <laughs> and, and you know what? Now, this is all the a, World Bankers, though. The World Bankers is controlling all this. Japan yeah. is very important because Japan is uh, the largest banking country. They got more big yeah. banks than the United States. Um, mm. And they own; they're the biggest holder of the United States debt. Um, Japan mm. is so. Uh, Japan also is in trouble as far as their population, because their population is um, it's old and it hasn't replaced itself. They've been at negative birth rates for years. Uh, ch- young people in their thirties, forties, fifties, they didn't have children. Um, they they work, you know. They 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 have a purpose that that's not family, you know, orientated. So in Japan, they have a dying population. They have they don't have enough people to take care of all the elderly. Uh, and in about fifty years, it'll be that they have about one hundred and seventy million people. It'll be less than a hundred million people that live in Japan, unless they replenish their population with people from somewhere outside of Japan, you know. Have to bring in some other groups of people, um, sort of like even that country I named earlier, Dubai. The population of Dubai, 20 percent of the people are Dubai people, and the other eighty percent of people from outside of the country that that live there that do all the work yeah, and stuff to keep it going. Service economy. Yeah, yes, service yes. Economy. Total service economy. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that Japan is important because if their banks is isn't lending money then there's a big problem, you know what I'm saying? Because the United States depends on their banks to offset some of their debt, and that's how the system works, you know. Uh, you, the U.S. and Japan work together. The British and Hong Kong work together. And they, that's how the whole banking system kind of goes between those two those two countries, you know what I'm saying? But uh, interesting, bro. Now, what you're saying about the war, you know, listen, anytime you have a, a reset, you gotta have a war. It's just imminent because somebody's gonna want to be in charge. It's, this is just how countries work. Somebody's gonna control the resources. Somebody's gonna be making the decisions uh, on, on things, and and um, that's what we're seeing playing out. Is as we get closer and closer to this great reset as it's it's taking place, and, and now it's starting to smooth out. And we're starting to see where it falls at. Uh, the United States is posturing. They don't want to lose the position as the top dog. You know, they don't want to fall off the map. You know what I'm saying? So they're gonna they're gonna try to manipulate situations to to get their way. Go ahead, brother. And look, on these other countries overseas, they're grabbing up all the gold they can get. Now I haven't read anywhere where America is doing the same. I mean. People take for granted that America has a lot of gold, but the gold that America had, basically, they sent it to Britain. Britain and the Vatican have that gold. We don't really have gold 
That's that's part of the problem. They have other no, people. No, no. I don't. Go ahead, Beth. Go ahead. I don't know how true it is, but I heard that they went over there, uh, Trump, and they came back with a hundred and something. Uh, I don't know, was it truckloads or cargoes of gold? They went and got the gold back. So, I mean, that's that's something I heard. I, I don't know how true it is. Because back back when they when they first did that grab. They took all the gold and shipped that bad boy to Britain, and Britain is owned by the Vatican, so you know that it's probably mm-hmm. in the basements of the Vatican, underground somewhere. Mm-hmm. Other thing, yeah. you got Bern, Switzerland, which is the international bankers of the world that control a lot of gold. You, you will never know what's there because they're non-disclosed. Everything with them is very hush-hush. So, but, but what BRICS in those countries are doing, they're grabbing all the gold they can get. China's buying all the gold they can get. I mean, all these boys are getting. And then the African countries, they're about to back. All of their currency is going to be backed by the mineral wealth that's on their land, gold, silver, whatever they got on their land, that's what they're going to back their currencies with. The currency is not going to be fiat currency like it is right now. So that puts us at a little disadvantage. Just remember, what, what did they just send, $60, $60 billion or something, crazy number like that, to, to Israel? They sent, they sent a whole bunch of money over there to Ukraine. Now, my thing is, where are they getting all this money from? Well, it's, it's this paper that they're printing up. It's this printed paper. And it's, it's, it's promises to pay it sometime in the future. It's promissory notes because you can't pay a debt with a debt. But they're using this debt paper to finance the war. And, and, and oh, my gosh, it's bad. It's bad. Just like you guys were talking about all those people in New York, they're buying schools, they got jobs. But just remember this. They, they got a program right now in New York where they'll fly those people anywhere they want to go in the world. They're trying to get them up out of this. They got a program that they'll fly them anywhere. Just tell them where you want to go, and they'll fly you out of there. Now, my thing with that too: who's financing and who's paying for that? Same people. Yeah, well, check it. They got a program in New York, right? So once you're in the shelter, and uh, my mother works. I met my mother. My wife. She works at the shelter, and um, so uh, let's just say you. Your family came here, and y'all got split up. So you're in New York, and, and your brother's in, in, in Chicago, or he's in, in another state. They'll fly you to go spend a weekend with your family members, bro, and then fly back. So you what kind of shit? Yeah, so they, they got all kinds of stuff for these people, bro. But it's all interesting. Hey, the airline industry is loving it. They don't have anything for us, though, man. And that's the whole thing. They putting all these people first, man. We just came out of COVID. Still got people that's not properly employed. You got a whole bunch of people that's on the street, veterans, and people that uh, have mental disabilities, whatever they may be. But they're taking care of a bunch of foreigners they're, they're on our dime. Now, I could see if they were doing it on somebody else's dime, but they're doing it on our dime. But that's their game plan. They want the chaos. They want us to start something with the foreigners. They want us to get mad about this so they can bring in the military and shut everything down. Well, I know how the chaos. Well, I don't cool. see it I kind of look at. I kind of look at it like, why would they send over all these men and not, you know, to come over here, right? It's not a, not as many women and children as it is. Just all these young men. And um, hey, army. When you think about it. When you think about it, if they are gonna go to war, 
They got a built-in military to go fight for them now. Just like the Irish, when they got off the boats, right, during the Civil War time, they got off the boats in New York, and they said, sign here, and they signed there, and they get them a uniform. You just signed your way to go into the army. You're going to be fighting for the Union, and they would have to go down south and fight against the Confederates. A bunch of um, foreigners, you know, they didn't know the language, so they just signed where they told were told to sign, and they didn't know they were signing away, you know, their rights to the military or whatever. And a lot of them lost limbs and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, you can see that in that movie called Gangs in New York. As soon as they got they off the boat, they were the military. Conscripted. Yeah, conscripted. They forced yeah, them in. They didn't want to go. Now, in, in this era, right, you got all these foreigners. They go into a hotel, sleeping outside just to sign some paperwork. And you tell these dudes, listen, y'all sign right here. We're going to send y'all to the military. We're going to train y'all. Y'all going to eat. Y'all going to get some warmth. Y'all going to get three hots in a cot. Y'all going to learn some skills. And uh, on top of that, when you come back, you guys are going to be citizens. And you can get your families to come over, all right? That's going to be the promise. And who's not going to sign up for that? Well, it seems like that's what they're doing because they're not sleeping outside no more. Like I say, the guy go around and report every day. And he says that when, you know, they won't let him in, but he he looks through the, the doors and stuff. And that's what you see in there is guys, military guys, and their military uniforms. I'm, I'm telling you, that's the they're standing on me, but yeah. that's what I think their plan is. Yeah. Because these young Americans, these young American kids ain't gone. They ain't got it in them no more. This ain't the kids from the 40s and 50s. These kids from the 2000s, yeah, they ain't not know. These kids 23 right now, you know, the last 23 years, they not no fighters. They don't got no, no, um, a lot of them are obese. All they do is play video games. They don't got, they didn't go outside and play. They don't got no toughness to them. It's not like how we used to be in this country, right, where it was real tough, you know, you know, tough guys, and, and they'll go out and, and they wanted to fight the war. They wanted to go in there and kick somebody's ass. That don't exist no more. So they have to have another alternative because on top of that, these kids today, including, like, I can see my wife, man, if they had said, oh, y'all, your son has to go to the war, she'd be like, hell no. You know, she ain't going for that. Like, hey, they not going for no draft. That ain't going to happen in America unless they can trick hey, some hey, people hey, to do it for them. Remember this. They, they, made, they made a culture of effeminate men. They did it on purpose, man. If they're effeminate, they're not, they're not a danger to society one way or the other. By the, by the other token, they're not very helpful either, in a certain extent. Right now, you got zero death rate rate for for the for the white people in this country. We always procreate. We make we make babies, but our babies are in danger because our women go and abort babies. Like it's no it's like it's no big deal, you know. It, and it's a, it's all. I hate to even start talking eugenics, but it's all eugenics. Even that thing over there in Israel, that's eugenics. They're trying to wipe out the future. For, for, the, for the Palestinians, so if you kill all the women and all the babies, there's nobody to c- continue to fight. They have they have nipped it in the bud, and it's it's a diabolical thing, but it's it's real. I mean, this is how they go. It's a war it. strategy. Looks like yeah. a war strategy. Diabolical. Yeah, it's like that, man. It's so, extermination. 
Yep. So are you saying that they that they having these guys over here to fight America, not to go outside of America? You saying that they bringing them here to have, like no, you say, they the Democratic Army, or they going everywhere to fight? If the United States was, let's just say it was World War Three. Let's just say it was announced, hey, we gotta, we gotta go fight. And we don't have enough soldiers, and so we're gonna have to institute some type of draft. They have a standing mm-hmm. army already here, young men. They're not from this country, but they can easily give them citizenship if they go fight the war. That's what they did to the Irish mm-hmm. uh, during uh, the. Uh, that's what they did to the Italians during World War One. A lot of them came over on ships around that time, 19, uh, early 1900, 1911, 1912, 1913, 1914, around the time when World War I was going on. If they came over through Ellis Island, they got they got to go fight in the war. And when they came back, they were citizens. They didn't have to go through all of the, you know, um, process, paperwork, and all that stuff, the wait. They just came right back. You, you fought in the war. They made you an honorary citizen. Well, that's probably what's going on because I told you uh, that one of the guys showed his car. His is like a, a debit card, and and it well, it said something armed. So I mean that that's very well what's happening because it did say army on that card. Yeah. Your phone's breaking up. We can't. We can't said, hear you. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. I said. I said they alienated the melanated vote in this country, so the Democratic Party is in, in, in trouble. Uh, Biden's out here pandering to anybody who can get to listen to him right now, whether it be the Arab vote or whether it be the Jewish vote. He pandering on all sides, and uh, they, they they might at, at any moment they might uh. Just start giving these people citizenship, man. So, because they do need an army, because a lot of young men are not going to go for it. But these people who just came to the country, they might go for anything to get their citizenship. Yeah, because the alternative would be, well, we'll we'll send you back home if you don't go. You know what I'm saying? So you you could either join you could either join this army, or you could go the hell back home. And what you gonna do? You done walked a million miles to get here. Shit. You done swim through water. You done no, they, went they, through. They didn't walk. They they drove them over here, man. Don't, don't they drove them here in buses. Man, they they bring but all them people gotta, here from all over the world. That's that's some stuff right there. The ride was a long ride. Through South America, they them. hey, that's George Soros all the way, all the way. You still had to get. You still had to get across that Rio Grande little crossing right there. You climb through that gate. You still had to go through that got, little river. He got, the, he got the border patrol helping them over. That's how bad Biden is. The border patrol helped a lot of them people in. They just let them come in because they 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 they've been ordered to stand down, and so they can't do their jobs. And that's what they. You see the videos. That's what they're doing. They standing down. People just coming yeah, in. Yeah. And they help them, and they, they uh, pull the barbed wire fences up for them so they can get on, get under there without getting hurt or cut up yeah. or whatnot. And they say the, yeah. and they have the nerve to say the border's secure. All of them, oh, yeah, the border's secure. You know, daggone well, the border's not secure. Mm-hmm. More people have come mm-hmm. in since Trump went out than ever before. Trump, Trump had kind of closed it off. 
But as soon as Biden came in, everything Trump did, he he, he everything Trump did, he, he he undid it. I mean, it's the it's the man. They're not protecting us. Remember that they got you don't know who's in your country right now, and they're starting to blow the panic panic whistle on that too. So they're trying to stir fear because remember, divide and conquer. Out of chaos, make they come order. So they're scared because that the real weapon is fear. Fear is the real weapon that really works. Fear, fear. Oh, this and that. Because once again, they could have a bunch of terror cells in here. You don't know who's in here. They didn't vet the people. They didn't. They didn't take their name. They give them phones. Stuff they don't do for them. Give them phones. Give them an EVT card where they can go buy whatever they need. Who, who, who? I've been in this country my whole life. They ain't never did nothing like that. And they made it well, so they I, could, and, and they made it so they could just walk in the store and steal whatever they want to walk right out. Exactly. exactly. So I look at it that it's like we it making us tap into our creativity. We got we know how to think out. We very creative, and so we don't we don't need to be dependent on the government anyway. Yeah, I, I create our that, own man. system. I got. I let me open up the other line. Let me open up. If somebody else want to go join the table. Uh, who is this? Is this Kwame? Hotep and better love, Sister Peace, Bear. Kwame. And Hotep, hey, Kwame. Peace, and, and to my, the other brother on the line. You know, y'all got valid points, and, and I still haven't. I've been waiting and listening because you're talking about the border and the cartel. They got, just like they have in Israel, just like they, they did in Vietnam, they got tunnels from border to border. And this is how they're, they're transporting the people. They got the distraction on top. But the thing that mm-hmm. all of this is getting funded, how are, they, how are the cartels laundering their money? They've got to be able to make that exchange to where the government is not going to be, you know, able to get caught with all of this, this money that they allow to come into the country with the drug trade. And so the trillion-dollar business is going on with the drug trade from South America and Mexico, and then you got Afghanistan and that. So they've got to launder that money. And what they're doing is, is they're allowing the people that they've stolen it from from their countries, stolen and, and stolen the, the natural resources to make the drug trade, and this is what they're doing and being able to pay the cities now and give the government these monies in order for them to launder and say, oh, we 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 taking care of these immigrants. They're getting on the plane. They can fly here. They, they can go there, and they can do this. That's the way in which they did because even when they, they were first starting off, they were doing it through Wall Street. They were ordering five and 600 refrigerators and color TVs to put down there in the cartel homes and build these multi-billion dollar homes. And so this is the way that they keep that money in circulation. That's part of what the plan is. But the other part, you United States just sent down, what was it, the other day, 300 troops is, is going there to deal with Israel and that. And the thing that they're getting ready to do when the Israelis was getting ready to attack, did you see the tornadoes and the floods that happened there in Israel? That's weather warfare. That's weather warfare that they're using in order to say we can do this. And now they're implementing the what? They're getting ready to put the lasers and the technology into the weaponry 
that they're going to use to fight with if if Syria and Iraq come into it or if, if Russia starts getting into it because China don't have the nuclear technology of their ships. That's why they got to have those those replenishing ships that we used to do in the Navy, pull up side of it, and then you send the line across and you fill the ship tanks back up so they can run on the diesel. This is what, 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 what all of this is doing is the investments that they did for creating the weapons, the laser weapons that the U.K. has turned around, the space weapons that we've created, now they get to test all of this. They're testing. This is all they're doing because what's going on in, in Israel and Palestine is the same thing that went here on the reservation. You, you've just done the same thing that you did to the Native American is what you're doing to, to the Palestinians there in Gaza. So what we're looking at is this, these two countries that, that funded the, the Zionists that were brought there on the ship in 47, they, Britain and the United States funded them because the, the, the whole process of mercenaries is the, the best mercenaries is in Israel specially trained for this. This is what United States and Britain invested in them for. How did how they trained our police? That's what they do. They they this right here in Georgia, this whole camp that they setting up to train police, that came out of Israel. They're putting them in major cities. And the part that we have and that you got these young men coming in yeah, they would be if they, they uh, get them into citizenship and go over there and fight because they've got to have bodies on the ground, boots on the ground. Like you said, this gener- young generation of, of, of millennials and that, they're not geared for war. They're, if it ain't on a, a, a video game, they can't play life. Well, well. Yeah, I know that's because uh, when um... – my wife worked at the shelter, and the Venezuelans came in. At first, they had to accept the girl, so they had to clear out some space to let these Venezuelan girls come in. And they got to fighting with the black girls. And she's like, oh, yeah, just is ass. You know, they cut faces. They, 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 they straight murderers. These girls are mercy. You know, they, they'll, they have a totally different mindset. You know, these these chicks is all talk. These girls is about it. You know, I say, yeah, that's a, look what they had to go through down there, man. Their country, United States made their country broke. You know, yeah, totally but one, their whole country. But the other thing, the people that's coming up from the South Americas, those are jungle war warfare people. They are used to fighting in the jungles and with, with little or nothing. They use for weapons. That's why they they're not taking no standing up and talking. Your life against mine. This is the way they came up. And the thing that really gets it is, is that we went into Colombia, uh, Peru, all of these countries that now is is drug cartel countries. We went in there and took their coca plants. You have to have the chemical to turn the coca plant into coca, where did it come from? It was sent down there on the ships. We sent the chemicals to make the drugs. 
This is why you fighting in Afghanistan. When I was in Vietnam, I got hooked on 98% pure heroin. 98% pure heroin was the, the, the Ho Chi Minh Trail in North Vietnam to South Vietnam. Afghanistan is the same place. American gangster. This is why they made the movie showing how did they get it in here because it, it was already started with Papa Doc did the French Connection. That's why France was in there. That's why Russia was in there. Whoever controls the resources controls the world. Drugs control a good 50% of the world market. Pharmaceuticals and natural drugs. Well, you got to remember none of this is new. The Sassoons were great. Uh, no. fans. You go and, and they, they put the drugs, the they put the drugs on China. China started uh, 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 eliminating people, and they ran them up out of there with some drugs because they were they were devastating the country. Now, when you they, talk they about did. Afghanistan and and Colombia, America went over and took over the drug trade from all of these people. You got to remember Contra aid, Contras. All these people was all about drugs. They financed the whole war with drugs that they took from people overseas. Right. That, that was a. Uh, that was in the Reagan era right there, even before that in the 70s when they flooded this country with heroin. They flooded, New York was flooded with heroin in, in the 70s. I mean, it was right. everywhere. And that was your but government. Don't, don't forget Oliver North. Oliver North was, a, was no. one of the major players in that, in and, that and, country. And, and don't forget Papa Bush. Papa Bush had to go down there and get who? Noriega. Because he yeah, paid yeah. him to do, to, to do trade. So they've always controlled the drugs. They go to other countries and control their, their main product. They, they go take Afghanistan was nothing but taking over those fields, the drug fields. That's the only that's, reason they were that's there. That's all the, 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 the leaders were over there because poppy was the number one product. Fifty yeah. percent of their, their their national market is heroin. They've been doing having drug lords over there since they back in the day. And so what you're seeing now is like you said with China. The Boxer Rebellion, the whole thing with yeah. the opioids and Britain. That's how, that's why and look, that's how Hong Kong was created, uh, too. Hong Kong was created because they didn't they want no drugs in China, so they created Hong Kong. That was a drop-off point. They would bring all the drugs to Hong Kong. That was the British. Kong. Right, and that was the part that they did when Mao Zedong took He wiped out a generation. He says, you will no longer be the, these people of the Britain mindset. And he wiped out whole generations. Well, they did it right here. They did it right here in America. They wiped out. Remember, they put that cocaine. That cocaine went from the West Coast, spread all the way to the to the East Coast. It, it, gangs were small, but gangs became international when they started when the contract drug connection came. Because then they they infiltrated down south. The cities changed everything. Changed everything with those drugs. Right, but what they did was when we were when we were using heroin in 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 Vietnam, we could not shoot it, we could not sort. So what did we have to learn to do? We learned to smoke it, and that's what crack was. Way well, I I I, I looked at crack as way worse than heroin because at least people could function with heroin. The only thing about heroin, well, when I was young, when a heroin addict was uh, sick, he would kill you. He'd kill you to get that fixed. I don't know, but the crack didn't steal anything, but they wasn't that, so violent. But the part for me, and, and, and I've been clean for 42 years. When I came back in 1970, it took me until 1981 to get clean. 
thing. My my whole thing. <laughs> I just sit back and watch this stuff because you can't make this stuff up, man. These boys are something else. And, we, and we what, is, what is now. China done now? They are the mass producer of of the opioids they're sending back into this country. That fentanyl and all that is produced over there, and then they shipped here. Through the cartels. For me it's, it's like 150 cartels. They got hundreds right. of thousands of workers. But that's yeah, what I'm saying. What made, what made crack so deadly, it was... It was mixing two drugs together, you know. So you take a a, a, a natural drug, baking soda, which is sodium bicarbonate, and you mix it with cocaine, and now that creates a whole new drug. You yeah. see what I'm don't saying? Don't forget the alcohol. It's like taking hydrogen and water. I mean, it's hydrogen and oxygen and putting it together. What you gonna get? You gonna get water, right? So once you put those two things together and you bake it, it's like uh, baking a cake. You know, once you put baking soda and stuff, it's cooking it. You know what I'm saying? So it it totally changed the the molecular structure of the cocaine that made it very addictive. It worked right with the dopamine. But but what I'm I'm saying? You you got that part right. But see, the difference was what? It's always been powder cocaine because it seeps into the blood. When you snort it, it's got to go through the membranes and go into that part of the brain, the euphoric part of the brain. With crack, when you smoke it, it's automatically, when you light it and inhale, it's going to right directly in the roof of your mouth into the euphoric because people that smoke crack, the first person, I mean, first time a person that crack, they orgasm. That's the part of the brain that it is specifically geared to, and they're constantly chasing that orgasm, that feeling of, of elation, and that's what has that addiction. That's what they say with heroin, heroin and, and crack, but you never get the high that you got the first time. You always no, take heroin that, is, that, that it, Heroin is a totally different monster. I know it. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but you, never, you never get that high again. You never get that same high again that you get the first time. And that's where people get the – because, see, I always looked at it like this. I know a bunch of guys that got messed up, messed with drugs. They, it starts off as fun, but it's not fun, especially the hard drug. Marijuana, eh, that's different. Hash, eh, that's different. But when you start taking stuff where you're shooting in your van, alcohol, it's, it's, it's alcohol blending in. Alcohol more people than any water we had in this country. Yeah, but yeah, alcohol – well, I'm not going to say alcoholics don't go hey, around shooting Every year, every last, the last like 10 years, every year, they, white people have overdosed on heroin or fentanyl more than every war, than Vietnam. You know, people died in Vietnam every year. It's like, it backfired they didn't expect white folks oh, to be hooked up on, them, on, on that heroin. They didn't expect that. That was unexpected right there. They, they, that was for us, but it, it backfired on us. And a huge right. part of them going to Afghanistan and taking over those coffee fields um, wasn't just to bring the dope back here. They cut Russia off from the dope because no country has more addicted people to heroin than Russia. Russia is one in four uh, adults have a heroin addiction in Russia. You know, the major cities, Moscow and St. Petersburg, they have the 25% of the, the people under a certain age, I think it's like 50, have either had a drug addiction to heroin or have it now. 
So that I mean huge numbers, right? And um they get there straight from Afghanistan. So by cutting that route off, they were able to um, you know, because Russia depends on those draws, they bring it in. They their government imports it in the same way our government does, but they do it a lot more uh open because they have a problem, you know what I'm saying, and they're trying to get on top of it, but they can't have a bunch of sick people in their major cities, so they have to bring it in. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not hidden like it is here. It's not it's not like criminal. Um but yeah, they cut Russia off from getting their supply and um Russia had to go get their supply, start getting their supply from Turkey. And uh Turkey's isn't as potent, you get what I'm saying? So it causes a lot of problems in Russia. Um uh, which probably well, turned out to be good for them. Probably got some people off of it. But, um, yeah, uh, just another tidbit to why they went into Afghanistan. It was more than just bringing back drugs here. It was cutting Russia off. Right. He cut off their supply because that was what the, the whole battle for Afghanistan, plus what was in the Caspian Sea on the other side of it, when, when uh, what was his name, the vice president, Cheney, found out that there were, $3 trillion worth of oil in the Caspian Sea, and how are we going to get it out of there? The only way you're going to pipe it out is the Bin Laden family were the, the pipe layers of, of, of that, era, that era. So this is part of what they did in the exchange to Bin Laden and the Bushes. Well, even the 911, they let the Saudi Arabia family fly out of here. But the nine one one you gotta remember Halliburton. Halliburton these boys control a lot of things. One of the right. military complex also. That was when that nine eleven was nine ten was when they were getting ready to change the, the currency to the euro and the money that was coming out of the Swiss bank to come to, to back the money in the in the in the UK to put out the euro. The train was robbed on nine ten. They covered it up by nine eleven. Well, the money from the, the money from the uh, World Trade Center disappeared out the basement of the World Trade Center without a. And no, the, I'm and saying a, the gold that they stole that, the Pentagon off the lost train. hundreds of millions of dollars too. The hundreds of millions of dollars disappeared from the Pentagon. Right. And also, don't forget that number three building that. The dude is insured a couple of days before, the, before the building that nothing hit. The, the, the Jewish cat insured that building for millions and millions of dollars a couple of days before that building got taken out. So somebody had to tip him off because they didn't carry that kind of insurance until a couple of days before 911. But that's what makes me think a lot of things are inside jobs. I could be wrong, but, but that's the way I feel but about it. But even with what were we talking about? And this is what a lot of people, when they were investigating, all of those cars along the bridge coming up into to, to where the Twin Towers were, were laser burned. And the other part was there was a hurricane yeah. out in the Atlantic. Yeah, I've been telling people that for years, man. Uh, but let me let, I want to get into this right here real quick, right? It is. It's a little uh, short little tidbit I'm going to get into real quick. Um, I wanted to ask y'all, do y'all know what's the most mined commodity on the planet is? The most what? 
most mined commodity on the planet? The most mined commodity? Mm-hmm. Okay, you talking about pulling out of the earth or from the plant? Probably oh, copper. Earth. Probably copper. Say copper. Copper. Yeah, probably copper. Copper. All right. Do y'all know what the most important mine commodity is? And mm. technology right now is cobalt, is because this is how they have to make the batteries and all of that that they're doing. Okay. Um, and that comes out of Africa. They got little kids mining that. Africa Those and, and Haiti. The two largest depositors in Africa and Haiti. Well, Haiti would you sitting on billions of dollars worth of gold, or Haiti's a whole different, a whole different animal. That, that, that they about to get out of here in a minute. You got an answer, Ben? Water is not in the equation nowhere. Oh uh, no, nah, we don't mine water. <laughs> oh, you saying mining? Okay, okay. Uh-huh. The water is really valuable. Time. Oh, okay. Oh uh, no. <clears throat> I don't know. Right like, now, no they hot on whatever it takes to make batteries. So, That's what um, right now. What? Let me finish this, Brad. Let me just read this real quick, man. Mining is okay. um, actually the most, the second um, most ancient industry on the planet next to home. <laughs> you know, you had to mine, right? <laughs> the most mined object in the world is sand. Is what? Sin. And uh, I hate to inform the family that we're actually running out of sin on the planet. Um, You might say with the massive deserts full of sand and the countless beaches loaded with sand and all the sand at the bottom of the ocean, how the hell are we running out of sand, Thomas? They used to use sand to make concrete. I don't know if they they do it anymore. I'm not sure. Say Thomas is crazy. Now, 27% of the Earth's crust is just silica, the key component to making sand. How are we running out of sand? And uh, what we learn is all sand ain't the same. And uh, humans use a ton of it. Over 50 billion tons of sand and gravel are used each year just for, for paving and construction. Right, in concrete. That's, that's what I'm talking in concrete. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's not mentioning the, the sand needed to make windows, screens, bottles, computer chips, and copiatic yeah. cells, right? So the massive demand for sand is not a new discovery. In 2014, the UN reported that sand comprised of 85% of all the materials mined on Earth by the sheer weight. Sand is formed by a slow process of rock erosion which takes hundreds of thousands of years, in some cases millions, as the rock erodes over time, it becomes smaller and smaller, and that small grain is what we call sand. Uh, depending on how the conditions under which the rock eroded, the sand, uh, divert, the rock eroded into sand determine the properties of the sand. For instance, concrete is made from water-eroded sand, because the grains of the sand are rough enough and angular, allowing them to lock together more effectively to form uh, and, and to form the brick concrete that we, we see today. When weathered sand is round and smooth, rendering it useless for construction, 
the rounded smooth doesn't lock together. For instance, let's take uh, Dubai being a desert surrounded by sand. You would think that they wouldn't have to import millions of tons of sand every year to handle their huge construction projects, but they do. Uh, they built a whole island out of, out of sand. They have almost 300 skyscrapers full of they have to build, um, use concrete to make the foundations, make concrete to make the skyscrapers super tall. Um, so all of this takes a lot of sand. And um, if you look at them, they got whole islands. I mean, they got the Palm Island, Jemiah, they got another Palm Island. They got one Palm Island that they didn't even build nothing on yet. That they just took sand and just started pouring it into the ocean, into these shapes. And they started building skyscrapers and hotels and mansions and everything on these islands, right? These islands, uh, those sand that they used, they had to import from all the way around the world somewhere else. It wasn't from the desert because desert sand wouldn't lock together. It wouldn't keep all that stuff together. And, and um, it, it, would, it wasn't already water eroded, so it wouldn't have been able to withstand the water. You know, it's dry. So, um, just look at China for another instance. Um, since 1990, China has built 3,088 skyscrapers since 1990. Um, they line almost every major city in their country with skyscrapers. They have 145 cities with a million people or more. 145 cities. Ten cities they have with 10 million people. The United States only has 10 cities with a million people. And we don't have any cities with 10 million people. Since, 19, since 1789, the United States has only built 859 skyscrapers. You know, like I said, since 1990, China has built 3,088. Uh, made out of concrete and steel. We're still in the middle of them. Millions of tons of sand. Not to mention... Um, the, the dozens of cities that they built that nobody lives in. It was filled with big buildings, you know, all that sand to make turn into concrete to make those cities. Uh, and how they urbanized. I mean, you got to look at it. You got 145 cities with a million people or more. Those are all urban areas. You can't have a million people living in a rural area. You know, that those are cities. You got to have infrastructure, which is all concrete which is all seen, particular type of scene. Uh, as, for screen, uh, as for the screens of our phones, TVs, laptops, tablets, calculators, etc., also silicon chips and other devices that's in also the silicon chips is in our cars, thousands of them, uh, you have a total different scene. Glass is made from pure silica scene. Seeing that is at least 95% pure silica dioxide. Without this sand, you won't be able to see through the glass. You won't be able to see through the, your windows. You won't be able to see through your eyeglasses or your drinking water, stuff like that. Uh, also, the sand has to be extremely fine, less than one-tenth of a one-millimeter of size. And it has to be the right color so that it's made transparent. So this is a special type of sand that you only can get certain places, okay? For sophisticated industries purposes, the sand extracted from rock quartz, rich quartz-rich sand that's that purified to 
pure metallurgical grade silicon. Okay, so this is when you're using um sand and industrial um type of processes like um bonding it to metals. Uh that's how they make a lot of the the the, the, the car frames now. You know, take a little bit of uh, take a little bit of metal and a lot of sand and bond it together to make it real strong, your car frames and things like that. Also, you use sand to, to rip through things and, and, and um, to cut things uh, in, in um, some of the industries. So the, the advantage of this process is the geometry of the sand doesn't matter as much as it does in um, the purification process. So all they need to do is get it to the purification, and um, it will be able to be used, right? Um, semiconductor chips, they need 11 nines. 99% plus nine more nine purity sand to make the silicon that's in the silicon chips. So you have to have this real pure type of sand that's only found certain places on the earth. It's not everywhere. And um, being that it's a natural sources of sand, ravi, a lot of terms of composition, it's um, easily accessible quartz rich sand resources are truly limited natural resources. Not a lot of it left. The global demand for sand is scarce, and organized crime organizations like the mafias and cartels worldwide have directed their attention to it. It's so bad, you literally have gangsters rolling up on beaches. You know, and it's no joke. Uh, they, they call it sand mining. Illegal, illegal gangs go to a beach, find a certain particular type of sand, and they mine it illegally and uh, without the people knowing. You also got illegal dredging of oceans, um, lakes, and rivers that cause erosion over time. Uh, they damage the ecosystem, and they evolve structures, you know, nearby. Like a few bridges have collapsed because of the illegal dredging of sand under the bridge, around the, the, the pillars of the bridge. It made the, the foundation of the uh, at the bottom of the, the water so loose that the bridge collapsed under its own weight. So uh, we having a sand shortage right now. Uh, sand has become a hard, a hard commodity to get. To get the right kind of sand, it's costing a lot more money than ever. You know, I didn't know if y'all was familiar with that. Yeah, I, I wasn't, man. I, I never thought but I, yeah, and I, certain parts because I still because you're talking about the silica and the quartz. Because when you melt sand to make glass, this is how you create the, the what we call fiber optics. This is how we get all yeah, our transmissions. Mm-hmm. Comes from from all that comes from sand. there. Yeah, it comes mm-hmm. from sand. And what they did is they 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 were able to take it and and heat it to where they could shape to the size of a strand of hair because of the quartz in it. This is why they got to have specific sand because it's just like silica is the thing that that helps the transmission of the technological to make the chips and all of that. Just like quartz crystal is the thing in which that that was radios and all of this started out with the erosion of 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 that that sand that has clear quartz silica in it helps them to be able to make that fiber optic to transmit the light being the light, the light in through to go from America to to Africa. This is why they're dropping cables 
and the, the fiber optics is because this is the main transmission to connect everything on an earthly plane. Yeah, yeah. Well, it can't be everything oh, so down here in Georgia where I live. They don't have uh, the underground fiber optics. I don't even have uh, my internet, man, because they haven't set up the system over here where I live. It's, it's kind of a trip in this day and age. Well, that's the same thing. I'm in a rural area, and they, they still run the cable. But they what they're doing is that they got companies that stringing the fiber optic lines and laying down the fiber dredging because fiber optics, they have to put it in ground because they right. can't have it getting damaged. Just like when, when you hit copper wire, you you can just take the cable, put another one up there, and run that that copper. Now they're using fiber, so everything has got to be put in ground. And the way that everybody talks about is in the cloud. They have right now the project is called the Extraterrestrial Fiber Optic Project. They're running cable from the United States to the continent of Africa and to South America. They're they're they're, they're Special ships that they have that that they have these 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 fiber optic cables is 250 terabyte cables to where this they're dropping these cables down and this is what is going to be able to be transmitted into when they bring it up into the continent they got to have stations to hook it up say it's been able to transmit through the towers and through the satellites that's how they get the connection. But it's got to be hooked up through the fiber optics. Yeah, they got an alternative for that now. Uh, but I, I just wanted to keep, before I tell you that, well, we continue here. It says now uh, we have to massively scale down our use of sin. Um, sin. Um, but we still like to have buildings to live in, roads to travel on, TVs to watch, etc. Um, so they're talking about reducing um, our use on sin. And uh, they realized that by replacing certain aspects of sin with um, grinded coffee grounds, that it actually makes the concrete 25% stronger than just using sand by itself. So they started to use uh, alternatives. And um, they also are saying that's why they have these big campaigns to recycle your phones because... Uh, it's not just because they want to reuse the parts. It's because they have to reuse the parts. You know, and sand being a, a resource, sort of like uh, a metal, you can melt it back down and make the glass again. You know what I'm saying? You can melt, put it back into the mixture and melt it down and remake the parts. So uh, it's it's real important that they all uh, have a recycling campaigns all throughout the world. It's because of... Um, they're hiding from us that they're having a sand shortage. And really the sand shortage is because you let two countries, China and Dubai, use all the damn sand in the world to build their countries <laughs> up in a small amount of time, right? 30 years, China, 30 years ago in 1990, they didn't have no skyscrapers. They got over, they got six times more than the United States ever built. Hey, 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 just remember, Dubai is a strange place. It was all water. They they brought in all. They they built the landmass. No, it was all sand. Well, I'm saying they built the landmass. It was no land. It was all water. It was all water. They built built more land than they had before with the sand they imported from elsewhere 
and just put it in the ocean until it rises up above the water to a certain point, and then they put rocks at the bottom to keep it in, in place, and then they built whole islands on that, you know, and in order yeah. to keep that from sinking, they got to keep bringing sand back every year and have these boats that just spray it down on the side to keep it in, in the shape so that way it doesn't lose its formation. You know, so this is a massive theft of the world scene, bro. Just for y'all to build a billionaire to, to, to live on, you know what I'm saying? Just remember, Dubai was also the capital of the world for gold. People was flying that, that some fiat dollars in there and transfer, transferring it into gold, and they fly back out. Them boys had a heck of an operation going in Dubai. Oh, yep. I mean, the yep. richest people in the world was coming through that bad boy. Yeah, so now the alternative, <laughs> the alternative for the uh, fiber optics is um, the Starlink. Now, Elon Musk, as I know, I follow what he does because he's very important. And I didn't even get into him. I'm about to do that real quick. I only got two articles on him. Uh, Elon Musk, he has this product called Starlink. Of course, we all know about the Starlink satellites he's been putting in the sky. So now you can put this, um, it looks like a, sort of like a satellite disc, but it faces up on top of your roof and pick up the signal for a monthly fee, right? And that replaces you getting a cable internet or internet from the phone company or using a hot box. It's a hundred times faster too. And uh it also um it works in places where you don't have cable. So if you if you don't if you can't get fiber optic cords, let's just say like um Bragg, he lives in the rural area, he had he could buy the Starlink and now give him internet service and everything through his house using the satellites that Elon the Elon must Starlink satellites, right? So now he's playing when they knocked, when they knocked all the Hawaii stuff out, Elon Musk gave all of them people on that island connectivity to, to, to that Starlink you're talking about. Elon gave it to them for free. Yeah. Yep, yep. It, it totally puts you right online. And, uh, and the, the, the beauty in it is now he's about to start his offering it as a cell phone service. So to uh, compete with Verizon and AT&T with their fiber optic terrestrial uh, phone lines that they call 4G, 5G, etc. He's gonna have it straight out of space, where the government, that you know, the FCC and everything can't regulate that. You know, they they don't have any power over that because that's out that's out of their jurisdiction completely. You know what I'm saying? So this so is everybody have, in the. Mm-hmm. Do it have the radiation? It, it won't have all of that radiation and stuff that comes with the Wi-Fi. The phones, you know how the phones have. Yeah, I, I don't know about the radiation test. I would imagine it's probably more radiation coming from a satellite, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not, you know, I have to look into that, man. That that, that mm-hmm. would be more something Ramon would know. He would be like, yeah, it does 3.57. He'll know the whole the right <laughs> amount and everything. You know what well, I'm saying? But you, I, I don't you... know. No, I wanted Go to ahead. ask part, and, and it's just like Dish TV. When they were doing the, the hooking up the Dish and they had satellites to transmit the, to, the signal to your house, the thing that happens mm-hmm. with that is clement weather distorts the signal. How will yeah. 
this is why cable or fiber optics coming into your house, and then you talk about a transmission of a signal coming. If you have interference, and this is the other part too, is that you've got to be able to have it to where you can't have, if I'm living in a house and I got all these trees and I'm going to use this service, you're going to have to remove, because trees will distort signals. This is now, why they're, the they're burning down and removing it's trees it's from certain areas. Well, you, you say stuff that's not, all right, a satellite TV, like the Dish Network or Direct TV, that's still operating through the terrestrial lines. That's not really getting a satellite signal from a satellite that's out of space. You know what I'm saying? That's getting a signal from a, a, a local station that they have set up where it, it could transmit to. This is coming directly out of space, right? It's just it's going to work just like anywhere GPS works, this will work. So GPS does it still works when it's a storm. It's telling you that the storm is there. It's giving you, you know, the clouds and where the severe parts of the storm is. This, this is going to still work. This, and, and this this right here is going to be the, um, I, what I believe he's going to start doing is these things to charge the car, right? So you can charge your car with the satellite. So let's just say you go into the restaurant or something, you can have a satellite charge your car while you're at the restaurant. This is a, another thing that's going to come down the line. Um, and now an electric anybody, car. Yeah, your electric car, your electric car. Okay. That's what he said. And so it's, it's, so it's kind of like Google Space, you know, how you can, isn't that off the satellite where you can look at your house and all of that? Yeah, uh-huh, yep, 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 okay. Google Earth, yep. You're going to see yeah, right Google through the clouds okay. and everything. Right, yeah. okay. And um, as we know, Elon's been dropping a lot of bombs ever since they took off his ESG. Uh, we did the show on that, how they, uh, when he bought Twitter, how they treated him. But um, look these articles up. I'm just going to read the title and glance them. Uh, Elon Musk, Twitter was completely controlled by the far left. Appearing on Joe Rogan's podcast Tuesday, ex-owner Elon Musk laid out how Twitter was acting as an arm of our government before he overtook it. It was completely controlled by the far left, quoted Musk. I disagree to which Twitter was simply an arm of the government, was not well understood by the public, Musk said, adding, and it was whatever. Everything was like Provider, basically. State publication is the way you think of an old Twitter, a state of pu- a state publication, pretty much saying like the, the Nazi propaganda campaign. Um, there was basically oppression of any views that even I would say be considered middle of the road, Elon continued, adding certainly any of the right or anyone talking about far-right topics was just going to get kicked off. Republicans were suppressed 10 times at the rate Democrats were. Um, that became old Twitter was fundamentally controlled by the far left. It was like completely controlled by the far left. Must assert it. And um, that's how he talks. Unfortunately, I was, you know, that's what he was saying. Um, another article about the same thing. Elon Musk exposes how Soros hijacked U.S. cities with changing any, uh, without changing any laws. 
far left elites in Washington and Silicon Valley, along with the fact checkers, think tanks, and the FBI were able to conduct mass censorship campaigns within Twitter. That's until Musk bought the social media company about one year ago. In the conversation with Rogan, Musk explained how George Soros' massive bet, now overseen by his son Alexander Soros, on funding city and state district attorney election nationwide, he said the value for the money in local races is much higher than the national races. The lowest value of the money is the presidential race. Soros realized you don't control, actually need to change the laws. You just need to change how the laws are enforced. If nobody changes to enforce the law, the law is differentially enforced. It's like changing the laws itself, must say. Okay, so um, pretty much we both we all knew that. We watched, listen to Doctor X and doing our research. How um, George Soros had brought all these black district attorneys from Atlanta to Chicago to New York to L.A. For the most part, black women become these district attorneys, and all of a sudden they're pro-Democrat. They use these tools. We got the ticket in New York bringing Trump, trying to take his property. And she can't do anything for him um, that's criminal. So now she's trying to civilly take this man's billion-dollar properties from him. You know, in the name of George Soros, we had the one chick in Chicago try to let the gay dude um, be, say he was the victim of a hate crime, some dude with a MAGA hat and 14 below weather, and it didn't blow off his head. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got the same thing everywhere. So I'm glad Elon Musk is... He seems to be um, waking up, and I don't mean he's woke. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But I had a question I want to ask Thomas, and I think I sent it to you. You 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 heard of DNA, right? Yeah. And that and can you expound on that? DNA is the digital number account. And this is what they're going to. This is what they use, like in China and these other countries, in that your your facial recognition, your 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 identification has an, a number, and this is your account, and this is how you you're you're able to to move about through your city and move about in in your income. Yeah, I, I have articles on that here. I, I wasn't going to be able to get to them tonight. Um, but a okay. um, bunch of, let's just read the titles. You got Big Brother Unchained, UK government abolished biometric and surveillance safeguards as it embraces facial recognition. Okay. Um, this article here, Bill Gates pushes for digital ID in Kenya for newborns. So he's trying to get you when you come out the womb. Um, right. We had Biden this week. He issued the first ever artificial intelligence executive order. And um, a lot of that, what you was talking about, is in there. And also, wait up, there's one more I have here. The state of, shit, man. The state of Chehawuha is building a 20-story tower in Kalidad Yarez to surveil 13 cities, and Texas will be watching also. So uh, that's from activist Pope. The state of, uh, it's, a, it's a Mexican city. 
the state of Chihuahua is building a 20-story tower in Calidad Yavez to surveil 13 cities, and Texas will also be watching. And that one is showing how they build a whole surveillance system. Um, but either way, yeah, all of that is is is, is coming, bro. That's part of um, what I did the shows called um, Surveillance Capitalism. Because we're not going to have social credit because we're not socialists. We're going to have we're capitalists. Right. We're going to have surveillance capitalism. And it's a book and everything I had went in there. Did that like a couple years ago. Right, guys. You know what? I just finished watching uh, Fast and Furious got their new one out. It's called 7-7. Seven, Seven. And they got this sister in there who's a hacker. But what she's created was is what they call the eye of God. To where if you put this this tip that she created this 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 rhythm that you can turn on any camera in the world and all you do is like facial recognition and ID, you can find anybody anywhere because it, it goes from the phone to the to the uh, cameras on the street to inside your house to your television anywhere you go where there's electronic that has a camera and a, and a speak. It will it will all tie it into one together thing to where you can find anybody wherever you want them at. And see, this is why television is, is telling you the technology that they're they they're showing you in the movie how it works because they've already got it in in action as to to where it's going to be used. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that is sure. Mhm. Yep. Yep. And um, look up Deja Vu. Yep. Yeah, I think that's that movie. Yeah, that's they had that in that too. Yeah, but what they're doing is giving us, is telling the vision of what they have in line, just like all the technology. You see the screens and everything people using and the holograph. All of that technology, they couldn't put it in a movie if they hadn't made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't tell it. Yeah. They put it, they put it in movies for your subconscious because we'll look at something and we'll be in a movie theater and we'll store that image in our subconscious, right? And our subconscious doesn't know if it's real or fake, but it'll give us a point of reference. So when it comes real... Mm-hmm. We're not blown away by it. We're not, you know, freaked out by it because we already saw it somewhere. Our brain is like, where did I see this at? You know, you start thinking your subconscious is going to pull it to the forefront now. Oh, that movie I watched, they had this in that movie. Look at that. They got it in real life now. So you're not freaked out by, you know what I'm saying? Like if you but went what? to 1950, if you went to the 1950s and pulled out your cell phone and showed somebody a YouTube video, They'll be freaked out. Hey, they don't got no. What? Oh my God, he's doing wizardry. They'll think you had spells or something. You know what I'm saying? Because they wouldn't know what to do. You know, it's no, it's it, in color. You like it's in Dick color. Tra- you know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah. But Dick Tracy, we read as as children. We read Dick Tracy, and he had the Apple Watch. The uh, that was the two way radio, and so we're now walking around with this on our wrist. And people are going looking at it like this is the best thing since sliced bread, but this has been out. 
but they just had to put it on the drawing board and show it to you. As they progress with technology, they advance in saying, okay, where you once upon a time had to have one of these big, huge phones to be talking about a, a, a cell phone, now you got a little razor-thin phone that, that folds up and slides in your back pocket. And look at I'm the on, Jet, Jetsons, the cartoons, right. the Jetsons. <laughs> but I want Angela Jolie's glasses she used in Tomb Raiders. That's what I want to get to, into. I, I always thought the technology on the Flintstones was better, man, because they had the television controller, and when you hit the button, a bird came out of it and flew over and changed the channel for him, and then it went back in the control. Yo, that, that, to me, is dope. Like, that, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, and, oh. and, if, and if we want to erase the carbon footprint, everybody drive a car like Fred do. You just run it by your feet. Right. You'll sold or you'll see. Yeah, lift, it, lift it up and run with it and let it go, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you won't have any crashes. And he belonged to the secret society. Remember, he had them moose yeah, that moose or whatever club. they had. The moose was it the moose or the elk or one of them? The elk, one of them. They wore them, yeah. them horns, the buffaloes. They wore them hats. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every episode of the Flintstones is an episode of the Honeymooners. So they had the same thing in the mm-hmm. Honeymooners. They, they was in the raccoons. They was they had the raccoon mm-hmm. hats. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we are getting down close to time. Is, is anything else you have well, on the round table? A- Oh, yeah. Let's get these last articles out. I had um this one here. Scientists create an electric tongue to give artificial intelligence human taste. Okay, so they created an electric tongue. Um, just briefly, it can tell if things are salty, sweet. Uh, ladies, don't go crazy. It ain't gonna do what y'all think it's gonna do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it, it tells you if things are salt, salt, the sweet, um, um salty or sweet or uh and how your brain would function you know um how a human brain would react to that taste on their taste buds um beyond meat if i remember i did the show beyond meat they sell the the soy lego the, the soy lego meat um that mimics blood even though it comes from the soy plant your body produces the chemicals to break down meat, and then you're really just eating plant, and those chemicals slowly start to deteriorate your body. But they slash their outlook. The fake meat demand has fallen. So the craze for fake meat has fallen. They're on their um, third straight quarter of taking losses. Men are taking over the woman's Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And um, jiu-jitsu is a, a fighting style that they use in Brazil. It's a big deal. They have a competition. They're trying to follow the U.S. mandates of you can just decide you want to be a woman today, and the men are joining up because they can't beat the men, but they're beating these women up so bad that the women aren't even fighting anymore. It's just a bunch of men fighting in the women's tournament. You understand? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's the last one. Uh, so, yeah, you know, just like in the Olympics, you know, they want to have these guys who um, they haven't had the surgery, but 
they check their testosterone levels, and their testosterone is lower than a man's testosterone should be, so they allow them to run in these races, but they don't have years of developing man muscle. You know what I'm saying? Right. So even though I got lower levels of testosterone, I can still lift up a, a I can still bitch press, you know, three hundred pounds, you know, I'm a, you can't beat me in a race, so that's that's what you're seeing, but in uh in Brazil, they were beating these chicks up so bad that uh the, they started pulling out and now you got the women's final, uh semi finals is eight men. Hmm. And, and they don't even got to win wigs and stuff. Mm. So they just took over the women's finals. The women's took over, yep. Yep, because mm. they allowed them to say, hey, I, I'm a woman. I'm, I'm Don't tell me what I am. I, that's how I feel, and that's what I am, and that's how, what we mm. got right now. But that's the end, but, though. That's all I have for y'all. But uh, on that last note, and and I would go. His name is Doctor Leslie, and he he wrote an article in dealing Doctor Leslie and the decline of the male sperm count. That's the name of the article. Doctor Leslie, decline of the male sperm count. In 1940, a man would would release 140 million per milliliter sperm. By 19 what it was it 1940 to 1960 the test it went down to about 80 per milliliter from 1969 somewhere around in there until 2000 the the average man releases uh of 40 million or less per milliliter we've lost 100 million sperm count in just those those from 1940 to up until now because of the decline of like you said the testosterone but the the diet eating the seedless food yeah. and doing that part yeah. the radiation from yeah. carrying our phones on our belt so mm-hmm. this is the part that they're looking at and saying in another by 2050 men won't be eat, they will be almost sterile mm-hmm. they'll be shooting blanks so between them shooting blanks and they having the women's getting the abortion, the population really be down. Right. But you have to look at the, the continent is places where the fertility is still high. It's in these, these what we call, quote, unquote, civilized wealth areas that we have a decline. And it's about genocide. This is by design. Mm-hmm in order to, to do what they're doing and being able to plan parenthood, giving birth control, now you've got men that they're now declining and declining on it and wondering why you got to take these pills, you got erectile dysfunction, you got all of these problems. And, and prostate, young men, you know, 30 years old, getting prostate cancer. This is This is not... This is not something a freaking day. This is by design, and this is right. part of a genocidal process. And what there's a book out is called Gender Genocide, and this is what they're doing is they're they're eliminating gender as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, all righty. 
So good information. I appreciate the mile round table. And uh, thanks, everyone, for joining the conversation. Look forward to next Friday. Thanks, uh, family, for listening. Be back, uh, hopefully, Tuesday. Better love, everyone. But uh, can I ask something? You're going to do that. Go ahead. DNA. You, said you had the article on the DNA, on the digital number accounts, because I'm trying. I've been looking up information on it because MasterCard and Visa and the major banks are. This is their next step. On the, the what? Uh, his phone it's dropped. Called, it's called the, him, but it's, it's called the D, they, they they use the DNA. Okay, digital number digital account. Digital number account. Okay, and you say this is where the bank's going to. This is what. Yes. What they gonna? Okay. That you're that all right. All of this. In, yep. Mhm. Mm-hmm. All right, fam. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. Thank us. Better love, everyone. Thank you. Peace, peace, yo. Yes, better love. Yeah. Uh, it's coming up, right? My guess is I won't be on your guest list I'm unimpressed with doing press kids I'm good on looking desperate I'm on an intersection exit Just missed a pedestrian Been in the stone for years Until I got room for perfection Sometimes I random check it Just to see if I still got it To see it is still shocking I'm, 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 I'm But lost for words I'll be lost for words Still selling out arenas and of course some merch Got my Emmy nomination, I directed my first docu-series The E got is near me, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, this is not no theory Pouring bottles of Hennessy, got me talking choppy Over sample chops from Chauncey, I'm, I'm lost for words But lost for words, lost for words. My mom told me clean the room, never shot with saving son Great to have it now, but when it triple shot to death I had a key around my neck on a string A curfew, yes, a time to be back at my rest And my peers I would protect There was pee all on the steps, slip when our sneakers got wet Scared to grab that tech, but I had to get my respect I was, I was, I was, I was, I was. Wow, it was lost for words my guess is someone to replace your soul AI is only here to replicate and control Imitating the original then grafting a mold Of the binary code It's your patterns they stole This is my tactical flow The one they can't redesign You can redo the voice but you can never read my mind I'm, 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 I'm. But lost for words Got me lost for words, that says a lot for a wordsmith From the free cheese line to Prezi Watts is my first shit My old earth left, and she was here since my first steps Therefore my first words, I asked her where was my work death To put rulers to paper, draw measurements, use them later Punch numbers and calculators, I'm happy to say I made it I'm, 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 I'm. Lost for words, I'm speechless I'm lost for words that the state of my nation's consciousness Either you woke or nationalist is the politics I'm lost for words for black babies with low confidence You could do it too if I win, says the optimist You ever see a wordless book that does not exist Say no more, I move letters like Don Cornelius Rest in peace Lost for words, I'm speechless
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.